Hey guys, it's Lockie. Uh, just a bit of context for this one. This is the unreleased pilot that Aiden and I recorded a year and a half to two years ago. We had originally recorded it because we were doing a program with a unnamed streaming service and they wanted to see, oh, do we want to put this on? Do we not want to? We actually never got an answer, a yes or no. They just kind of kept going and then in the long run it was probably a good thing that it never got picked up because we're able to now do our own thing and we weren't able to release this because it was under a certain contract but now we are free to do whatever we want with it so here is a very special unreleased pilot episode of nobody asked it's very first beginning uh yeah just fucking enjoy it i don't know bye good evening you degenerates for those of you who don't know me i am tiktok mild sensation Lockie mac and joining me is a stand-up comedian, singer-songwriter, dancer, qualified snowboard instructor, indecisive Libra. She studies music theatre at the Australian Institute of Music. So we'll just assume she's unemployed. It's Eden McGovern. Gosh, you said you said mild, mild celeb, mild TikTok celebrity. Yeah, it's like you know when you get the the salsas and you have like the the hot salsa. Yeah, like there's yeah, some people yeah. who you're like that's a that's a TikTok sensation, but I'm a mild. That's a, hey, and that's a lot of people's favourite kind. I'm a, I'm palatable. Mild butter chicken. It's. Arguably the most ordered. Where's your research for this? Uh, what I've ordered when I was little. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I'm not a big fan of anything that has any sort of spice. Like sweet, like I'm one of those people who can't handle spice on like chips. I'm white in the way that sour cream is like tangy. Fermenting is the furthest we'll go. With, yeah. You know, where taste can. Okay. Yeah, pretty yeah, much. It's all right. So people are learning so much about me already. We need to learn a little bit more about you, Eden. Eden, tell the people who you are. I've obviously, you know, the skateboard instructing stuff. That's interesting. I mean, you've you've really you've said it all. Yeah. Um, say more. <laughs> say more. Say more than My entire life story. Yeah. Um, I'm really disorganized. Mm-hmm. I don't know if this is just something that I do, but whenever I am opening my phone to try and check the weather to see what clothes I should put on that day, yeah, I never make it to the weather. I open my like I open my phone and then I go Instagram because that's just almost like muscle memory. It's where I, where I go straight away, and then I go beep 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 talking 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 stalking someone stalking someone, and then I close my phone. And I go time to get up, and then I put it down, and then I go I need to check the weather, and, and this will happen like three times. At that point, you have no idea. So you're just walking out of the house in short shorts and a raincoat. Absolutely. I just I get that because there's a lot of times where I'll go on my phone. I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna call mum. And then four hours later, I still haven't called my mum and the chicken is still sitting in the freezer <laughs> and I'm about to get yelled at. Do you rate your own opinions? Do you have a lot of self-belief behind what you say? Oh, self-belief isn't what it's even about. Mm. I'm saying it anyway. Yeah. Even if I'm I'm like, I, have, I know nothing. I know yeah. nothing. It's just I'm already talking. Yeah. Even if I'm wrong, I still like to be like, there's a part of me that's right. At, like, le- at least you know you're wrong. Yeah. Like sometimes I know I'm wrong and I'll intentionally tell someone that I'm right. Like a fun thing I like to do is gaslight people when I call them. And so I'll call them and then they'll answer and I'll be like, what's up? They'll be like, you called no, me. I'll be like, mm, no. no. I'll just say, they'll be like, no, no, you, you called me. They're like, I didn't. I'm like, I just saw your name pop up on my phone. I pressed answer and now we're talking. What, what do you need? And put it on them. This is what boys do for fun. Oh, it's like my favorite thing to do ever. I'll, I'll do it to my mum all the time. She's like, well, did I? And she starts questioning. It. She's like, well, did I like butt dial you or something? I'm like, you might have like. You might want to check your phone settings. I love it. I gaslight my mum to think that she's called me. No, my mum does it to me. My mum calls me, calls me, will call me twice, two missed calls. I'll pick up on the third and then she'll go, hello, sorry, wait, I've got to go. Why did you call me? <laughs> what are we talking about? I, my mum's pretty good on the phone. My dad is the worst though. My dad is, it's like, you know, when you go on a website and they have the little electronic, how can I help you? And it speaks in like the shortest sentences that aren't really human. The bot. Yeah, that's what it's like talking to my dad on the phone. 
<laughs> How is he with texting? Oh, horrible. Yeah, horrible. Like the man, he does that weird thing. That, I don't know why anyone like over 50 has that thing where they'll put a, like a, they'll finish a sentence, do a space and then do the full stop. I don't know what that is. That's just grammatically wrong. Like there's, that's never been a thing, but they're just like. It's harder to do it on the iPhone. Yeah. The iPhone doesn't want you to do that. They're like, going against fix, the gra- against you know the tide. It will fix it. So they would have to like manually go back, delete that full stop, do another space, and then do that. They've only ever written things down. You know, my dad only writes shit in all caps. No, no, my parents are exactly the same. Is that I don't weird? Know, did they used to do it at school? I don't think so. Were they were they not doing that handline uh, that handwriting tracing? Did you have to do that? Yeah, I hated that shit. I hated it. That was just like a race at my at my primary school. We didn't do it in high school. It'd be weird if we're in high school doing like learning cursive. Also, never they're like used only cursive. blue pen for the HSC. Like I did not have my pen license. I d- I never got mine. <laughs> You're an illegal pen holder. Yeah. yeah. Did you ever see that um the experiment they did like back in the eighties where it was like they told the kids with blue eyes and the kids with brown eyes that one was superior to the other. <laughs> They did that to you guys with pen licenses? Dead set. As soon as people started getting a pen license, there was like a superiority complex and it was scary because like you'd be sitting next to someone and you'd be like, oh, can you borrow, can I borrow a pencil off you? And they're like, I don't have any pencils. I only carry pens. I have my pen license. Do your parents hate you because you're still using a 2B? Is that a 2B pencil? Do you need a sharpener? Oh, I don't need a sharpener. As someone who loses things, I used to hate those girlies with the scented smiggle like packs of pens. Mm. And I'd be using like some builder's pen that I stole off my brother-in-law. Sorry, smiggle just brought back this really bad memory from last week. I sent, I'm not going to give you the context. I sent someone a picture of my feet. There's one of my mates. Mm-hmm. And they said, uh, your toes look like the erasers they used to sell at smiggle. As you remember, they had some weirdly shaped Which erasers. One? I don't know. That was all they said. They're just like, you got toes built like smiggle erasers. I was like, that's really mean, but In my head, I'm hilarious. going through them. There, there were so many. There was, okay. there was a shape. I was going to say, there's a lot of animal shaped ones. Or yeah. they had the little um, motorized ones. Do you remember those? What? Okay. You weren't. You weren't doing it like we were. Um, Sorry, had, I, had my, like, I, had, I was using pens. I didn't like, need a pencil to... Bit, like you know the, the the rubber that's on the end of the pencil yeah um just a little i'm familiar nub um and then it was like a little machine like this and then you pressed a button and it would spin it go and teachers used to do their head in because they'd hear these like and they're like why do you need that like industrial grade erasers yeah 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 yeah, I remember the craziest shit was those kids who had those pens where it had like the little nub on it and you could erase shit, like you could erase a pen. Like that was dark magic to us. Like the day we saw a kid rub shit out, like he was like, oh, I've made a mistake. I'm like, oh, well, you've written in pen. Mm-hmm. So I guess you're going to have to live with that mistake. There's no fixing that. It's pen, it's permanent. And we all turned away as if like, that's the end of the story. <laughs> no, no, that was just the first We chapter. left him behind. <laughs> and suddenly we just hear it. I'm like what? Well, he's not rubbing it out with it, right? Well, we got to look, watch this idiot, and we turn around. Motherfucker's rubbing it out with a like a, an eraser on the end of a pen. And we just thought, cool, Smiggle hasn't no, got shit allowed. on this. That's not allowed. I can't believe Smiggle didn't make them. They were too busy making like erasers shaped like dolphins, which not practical at all. Because you'd no, you'd try all. to rub something out, and the fin would just snap, and now you just have like a tiny little rubber that's never going to work. No, my big Smiggle beef is with. That's my autobiography. My, my smiggle beefs. <laughs> my big smiggle. My big fat Greek wedding is my big smiggle beef. <laughs> um, <laughs> and it's the pencils that were wobbly 
But obviously because lead is not a wobbly <clears throat> yep. kind of situation. So it just was a pencil, like this much lead at the beginning of the pencil and then wobbly. Is that what they did? That was what they did. So once you were done with that. That makes more sense. I never realized it was just like a little pencil and the rest was just mm, Lies. Yeah, it's lies. <laughs> Smiggles whole corporation is built on lies. So we're really just bringing down, bringing down the system here, which I enjoy. But this is the kind of conversations that clearly nobody has asked for, but we've gone into great detail about, which is what this podcast is essentially going to be, is us looking at the stories from the past week, month, year, decade. I don't care. I, I make the rules so it can be whatever I want. Mm-hmm. But it's going to be looking at them and finding the weird things in the world. And finding the details that nobody asked for and giving the opinions that nobody asked for. So let's jump into the waters. Let's wade through. No more standing in the in the shallow end. Put your snorkel on. No more kiddie pool. No more kiddie pool. We're at Jamboree now. Yep. Hope there's a lifeguard on duty. Our first story is something that's near and dear to my heart. Because um, it's just something I can see myself doing. And that makes me really proud. So let's get, jump straight into the first story. The headline reads, this is from The Independent. American Airlines flight diverted after passenger refuses to stop doing pull-ups on overhead compartment. It's it's does it have to be open for you? To, like, is everyone's luggage gonna? Well, let me let me just uh, let me tell you about this. So the summary of this is a, a local legend decided to get a quick pump in during a flight from Phoenix to Boston, where he boarded a flight where he was visibly drunk with his wife and two dogs. That they weren't sitting in like the the pet compartment. He brought his two dogs onto the flight. It's not clear what the breed was. And he was leaning on the overhead compartment during the flight when a passenger jokingly said to him, oh, you're doing some pull-ups. Him being in the state of mind that he was took it as a challenge and began doing pull-ups on the overhead compartment. After a while, the flight attendants kept asking him to stop to the point where he refused and started yelling at them. And basically, they had to divert the flight and he had to be taken off the plane by police. Divert the flight. Yep, it had to be diverted. Flood between Phoenix and Boston. So they're going all the way to the East Coast and they had to stop basically in the middle of the country. I just I think that's American geography. Okay, I need to know how long this went on for between him and the flight attendants before they were like, What can we do? It doesn't actually say how long he was doing it, but um they had to ask him three or four times. So you can imagine them going up and down the cabin, having to ask him three or four times to sit down. He refused to sit down. And then it says he became verbally abusive and started calling all the flight attendants names. But it, it just makes me think, like, has anyone ever been on a flight with you where they've just been unruly, annoying, done something gross? Because for me, I've I've had countless times where I've been sitting there watching Despicable Me 2, enjoying mm-hmm. myself to, to no end, and had my elbow, you know, calmly on my elbow rest, and then felt a toe hit the back of my elbow, no. only to realise that someone's taken their shoes and socks off and decided that my foot is like one of those things that you used to measure your foot on at Foot Locker. They've decided, yeah, I'm going to I'm gonna press the, the bottoms of my feet up against your arm. Is your fight or flight response fight? Are you like, no, this is where my arm goes? Or are you doing well, this? My flight response, like I can't really jump off the flight plane. Flight response? Yeah, my flight response is I, I start flying the plane. I yeah. take over <laughs> yeah. from there. Um, at that, I mean, it's not, if, if someone's got their elbow against me, I will like, push against it and be like, nah, homie, this was mine. Like, I know the rules of mm-hmm. where, like, who gets the elbow rest. Do, wait, I don't know the rules of that. Okay. Uh, if you're, if you're like three seats, 
aisle seat, you you get like the extra leg room because you can put your feet out into the aisle. If you're in the middle, no, you, you can't. Yes, you can. You well, can. well, the, if tra- the, the, the well, food just, trolley you, comes, well, it's not mashed, gonna, mashed up. It's not going to be there constantly, so you just move it in, move it out. It's the same thing when you're at a movie theater. You have all this leg room. Sometimes people might be walking past. You have to move your legs in. Yeah, okay, yeah, okay, 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 okay. Yeah, never question. I'm okay. Okay. You asked the what jet setter over here. So basically, when I this is something we talk about in the Qantas lounge all the time. Um, So the person, (laughs) (laughs) the person in the middle gets both armrests because they're obviously in the middle, and the person on the window seat obviously has the window so they can lean against that. Yeah. That's the I rules. love the window seat. That's my favorite. It's good. Except when you try and sleep and it's like... Yeah. Then I hate it. Dude, coming back from the Gold Coast, I was in the window seat and this guy, like, he was that dude when he puts his stuff in the overhead compartment, his crotch was like firmly <laughs> in my face. Yeah. And then he ends up sitting next to me and the whole flight, he's just got his headphones in and he was like pretty rude to the flight attendants. Like when they were trying to ask him questions, like, what do you want to eat? What do you want to it. drink? He wouldn't respond to the point where I had to tap him every single time. I'm like, I'm, you know, I'm not your dad. I'm not meant to be doing this for you. And then as we're coming into Sydney, he just pulls out his phone, doesn't say, hey, mate, do you mind if I just take a quick photo of the skyline? My kids my kids love flights. Mm. They really want to see this. Mm-hmm. He just sticks his hairy arm straight across my face, pretty sure it tickled the inside of my nose, one of those arm hairs, and just starts taking a couple photos at the window and then pulls back, nods at his phone and puts it away. Like, dude, just ask. I hate when people go when they're getting to their seat and they go like, here, here are the seats. They're facing you. Man, no, go this way. Do the little yeah. shuffle that way. Don't go that way. I don't, we're not like that. It's the age old question. Cinemas, movies, like at the theater. Do you shuffle past someone, ask first or crotch first? Um, you do the most awkward, like uh, you, you sort of half ask. You just go, I did. Sorry, yeah. Oh, th- thank you. So, oh, yeah. Uh, you do yeah. that. It does a and trick every time. Any like confidence building exercises your therapist has ever told you, go mm. out the window as soon as you have to get past people at a theater. No, you can't oh. be assertive. If you're assertive at the oh. movies, you're freaking me out. I'm you, going you, home. You become the smallest person. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm no, sorry. I'm sorry. Oh, I'm you sorry. hate me. I know. I'm sorry, guys. I'm a I'm little sorry. piece of I'm shit. So My bad. I'm sorry. I'm Just so annoying. I'm so me. sorry. Yeah. yeah. I asked you, have you yes. ever had an experience on a flight? And then I proceeded to just. So, no, no, I'll take it from here and spoke for five <laughs> minutes, so. Um, no. No, uh, look, my parents are both exercise fanatics. Mm-hmm. I'm talking like <laughs> during lockdown when I was living with them, I would go to the fridge and my stepdad's doing like push-ups on the wall against the fridge. I'm like, guys, it's it can't it can't be like this, but they're also like that on flights. They're the people that take the, you know, how you're supposed to do little exercises so your veins don't fall off. Yeah, oh, okay, yeah. I've heard about that. Thrombosis, whatever it's called. Mm-hmm. They will get up, start really stretching yeah. in the aisles. In the aisles. I just get so much secondhand embarrassment. When I'm on a flight, when I'm in any public place, I just want to disappear into the seat. Mm-hmm. I don't want to make any impression on anyone. Let's not touch each other. Let's not look at each other. Yeah. It's quite embarrassing. I get embarrassed to be like, even sitting next to someone, I'm like, oh. You're like you weren't expecting on a flight. Like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. It. I didn't know other people were going to be on this flight. Literally. That's my bad. Literally. People that talk to each other through, like, if they're s- seated away from each other, and they're like, Wendy, do you think the chicken is good? I don't think it's good. Oh, sure. Why? You got the chicken as well? You got the chicken. Hey, it's get good. the chicken. That's my mum. My mum will do that. My mum will be like, E. Yoo-hoo. My mum says yoo-hoo. E, there's Grey's Anatomy e, on the TVs. E, e, yeah. That yummy Patrick Dempsey's on here. 
He's a tall glass of water and mum is thirsty. And my parents will sit in business class and I'm an economist. <laughs> so we're talking, it's metres and metres away. <laughs> Yoo-hoo! <laughs> Yoo-hoo! They're like, Screaming. how do you know that rich woman? <laughs> Screaming down the Screaming. aisle. Screaming. Do you know, have you seen the new thing that um, flights have now? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> that new thing. Oh, okay. Never mind. I was going <laughs> to no, talk no, about no, it, no, but no, if you've no, heard no, about no, it. What, what? No. So on the screens, there's an option where you can message people on the flight and you pick a seat number and you can text someone. So you, <laughs> you can be like- Anyone? Anyone. So you'd be like, 34F, you're really cute. Which is like, oh, hilarious. But imagine being in 34F and getting like <laughs> a message like- and then you're like- Having to stand up and look around the flight, <laughs> yeah, and you like know that, and be like, "Yeah, you know that person's already looking at you." So as soon as you stand up, they've clocked you. But see, my my go to would be like, and they'd be looking because they'd be waiting, yeah. for you to for, to get your. Imagine standing up, looking back at it, <laughs> just <laughs> someone winking at you. I'd be going to like, how'd you get it wrong? Oh god! And someone stands up and they like they're into it. They're like, like, "Hey, you're like, oh god, wrong oh, shit." That was my dad's seat. Yeah, god damn. <laughs> dad stands up. Thanks, mate. Appreciate been doing been doing my stretches in the aisle, so I appreciate someone noticing. The loss of a loved one is always difficult, but it's time you turn that frown upside down with the Jester Brothers Funeral Entertainment Services, where we put the fun back into funeral. We have a variety of performances and acts that people are literally dying to see. Watch world-renowned ventriloquist Ivan the Terrific bring your recently departed and heavily conservative uncle back to life to get a couple more ethically questionable jabs in. Or watch our fantastic magician saw the coffin in half just to put it back together again. Plus, for no additional charge, witness the tasteful comedy stylings of Dave Hughes. And don't worry, kids. We'll have an arts and craft table set up where you can use Nan's ashes for your very own ant farm. The Jester Brothers Funeral Entertainment Services. We're not kidding. We're being dead serious. Okay, I love this one. So, um, a new study shows that mushrooms communicate with each other using a vocabulary of 50 words. So, scientists found that mushrooms talk using electrical impulses that spike when the fungi come into contact with food uh, or, like, potential danger. How they know this, I don't know. Okay. I don't care. Great. But I trust them. They're speaking. They got something to say. (laughs) They got something to say. They have a voice. Yeah. They have a language. It's just as equal as ours. They have a culture. Yeah. What are they saying? (laughs) I like that you said, like, they have a voice. They do. Like, for too long, the mushrooms have been silenced. They've been chit-chatting away, and we don't care. We never listened. We weren't listening. History's been wearing earmuffs, but it's about time we took them off. Are the words good? Are, Are they talking about, you know, like... I think that's for us to figure out. Because imagine if they have, like, I would assume they have some pretty sick personalities. I'd like to think that these mushrooms are a couple of fun guys. Right. Are they gossiping? Are they, go- are they talking about me? Do you think they're talking are about Are they us? bullying? Wow. Well, we do need to have some seminars. Are they bigoted? They, what if they're all just, what if they all come out and they're all just like big Andrew Tate fans? 25 of these 50 words are slurs. They're <laughs> terrible, <laughs> terrible people. <laughs> Like, they bring out the stuff. They're real bad guys. It's just wildly offensive. Yeah, they're like, oh, and they're really racist. Yeah, so all turns out all mushrooms are like Reddit moderators. Yeah, like 4chan guys. Yeah, these dudes are like really... <laughs> they hate women. Like they're going to be like playing Call of Duty and all of them. It's just like, oh, I'm playing with... I'm clearly words. playing with a bunch Jordan of mushrooms. Jordan Peterson, Ben Shapiro. <laughs> 
facts don't care about your feelings. <laughs> so they only, how they only have enough to write one like cancelable tweet. <laughs> <laughs> That's what they're saying. Was there a, a scientist lying down in a field one day? Mm, they put little probes on them. And then they listen and they go, beep, beep, boop, beep, boop. Is that real? Mm. I, I thought you were talking shit for a second. That's real. No, I promise you. I've seen a TikTok they, and I uh, believe it. They were sending electrical impulses. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They so, so, like, everything does that, I think. <laughs> right. I don't know. I know sharks have electrical Double things down. in their nose. In their nose? Yep. I love having no idea what I'm saying, but I've heard one sentence, and, yeah. I, and I know that. Yeah. No, 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 because I know people with metal gloves can touch sharks on the nose, and, and the shark goes, oh, like that. How does it go? <laughs> I think it hates it. It goes, whoa. Um, the, the sharks are real. Bro, what? Are you serious? Yeah. Just touch my how- nose. Yeah. Unbelievable. And so I know sharks hate electrical car- uh, impulses on their nose. And m- that's how mushrooms are talking. Do you think maybe a scientist just took a mushroom and he's like, heard them talking? <laughs> so, <they're> like, <laughs> he's like, yeah, Gary's been- saying 50 words to me. <laughs> they're like, yeah, Gary's been doing a lot of field work. <laughs> what do you mean by that? He's just been in a field. He's He's been out there for a long time. Yeah. And he says that mushroom just opened up to him right. about something. Yeah. It's really personal. Don't ask him about it, though. Yeah. It's a private family matter. Imagine finding out they can talk and being like, but they asked me not to tell anybody. <laughs> <laughs> but I said I wouldn't say anything, so I can't. Yeah, they are really gossipy. Like, I can talk, but you can't. But if you tell everyone. No, seriously. I'm going to kill you. No, I no, like this. I love you. This stays I between love us. You. All right. This stays between us. Pinky promised me girly. No, no. <laughs> Mushrooms Mush- are two drug girls at a party. Like, <laughs> I wouldn't say this to anyone else but you. I don't. I never say this. I never say, You're actually beautiful. And I love you. <laughs> okay, bye. <laughs> What's Mush- your name? <laughs> <laughs> Mush- we never talk to mushrooms again because they're just really annoying once we get to know them. 50 words. Okay, if you could only have... A few words, like, and you, you, that's all you could use. What would you say? Oh, no. No would be a big one. Uh, well, there's a lot of things I don't want to do. Oh, no, I could just, like, shake my head. Yeah, I could just shake my head instead of saying no. So I'll sa- I, that saves me a word. Okay, awesome. Um, Jeez, I don't know. You got that's, ten words. That, I get ten words? You um, got five words. Five? Oh, yeah. shit. Um, damn, damn, have you got anything? Um, I'm, I'm clutching at straws here. Um, okay, food? Uh-huh. Uh huh. Miss you. That's one. That's 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 two, brother. Uh, miss you. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna have to use that one a lot. And um, going through the theater. Sorry, sorry. Uh, what are my five words? Um, I I just want to say burger because that's what I eat like every second burger. day. Burger. Yeah, burger. No burger. No. <laughs> this you are a caveman. No <laughs> burger. <laughs> Could even be the other way around. Burger. Do you want saddle with that? No. no. <laughs> See, every time mm-hmm. I go to the RSL, I'm sorted. Pint. Pint. Because they're always going to ask you a schooner or a pint. Mm-hmm. You're, you're insane if you think I'm getting a schooner. Yeah. Getting my money's worth with a pint. Then if I go to Melbourne, don't they call it a pot? Oh, this opens up a whole can what? of worms. Yeah, they call it a Just pot. Say beer. Big. Big. <laughs> uh, what kind of beer do you want? Big. Big. <laughs> Anything to eat? Burger. Burger. Mm, okay. Anything else? No. no. Okay, we're getting somewhere. This is actually working. Um, we could not be any more stereotypical right now. Mine are, miss you, sorry. <laughs> Your beer burger big. Beer burger, no. 
it's like on TikTok when those people use buttons with their dogs and they, they say only a few things and it's getting out of hand. They start with a few things being like bathroom, uh, outside, food or something. And then all of a sudden you've got this dog with on this like, with bloody turntables happening <laughs> with like a whole sound desk going on they're typing they're typing with the little paws and i saw this one and the the dog bunny she's famous uh she goes why bunny why dog oh. we gotta get a god button like the dog starts writing its own manifesto that's scary Literally. it goes all animal bunny's writing a thesis that's crazy <laughs> bunny's gonna be running for buzzfeed in like two months which dog are you which 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 dog are you which spice girl are you Take this quiz. Bunny's going to get cancelled. Oh, I hope so. <laughs> Queen, it's time to stop talking. <laughs> you've thought too much. You have, you have, you get to be a dog. You don't have to worry about anything. And you've given the dog worries. At what point were they like, you know what this dog needs? A why button. No, because they want her to understand things. It's like, why dad uh, outside? And it's like, he's at work, sweetie. They don't need to explain that to the dog. Okay, you, th- you say she doesn't deserve to know? <laughs> She's fine. She doesn't she, need. A, doesn't need an explanation of like. If she is asking it, yeah. If she's using that button, that means she needs it. That deep existential shit. She doesn't need another. No, that's I like, agree. That's like when they I give agree. like an AI like send. You ever see they put two AIs in a room together, and after about three days, they had created their own language and were talking their own language together. Yep. They're like, yep. oh well, that's an AI. It has it has sentience. Well, I don't care. I don't want to give it sentience. It's speaking a language we don't have. There was an AI, and there was like, how would you fix the world? And they're like. Well, uh, all these problems of like floods and climate change and all this, where what's the original stem? Oh, humans are the problem, so we eradicate humans. That's what the AI came to. Of course, that's that, why bunnies shouldn't. They have don't a even y- have to be that smart that, to figure that out. That's why bunnies shouldn't have a Y button because eventually bunnies. She's going to like, turn around and go, "I'm going to kill you." <laughs> She's like, bunny, kill human. Yeah. And then the the humans pressing. Why? Yeah. Why? Why? No. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> bunny just pushes the Y button out of the way. Eats the Y button. (laughs) (laughs) Mommy, run now. (laughs) (laughs) Toes, toes, toes. Yes, it's that time of the year again. Tony Tobin's Toe Warehouse Spectacular. Come down and see our range of toes. Big toes, little toes, painted toes, hairy toes. If you've got a set of toes in your mind, you can bet we've got them. For $49.99, do whatever you want. Suck them, lick them, tickle them. We don't give a shit, it's your time. Come on down and see the biggest range of toes in the Southern Hemisphere. No dogs allowed, ironically. There's a lot we don't know about the world, Eden. There's a lot of mysteries out Speak there. Speak for yourself. <laughs> you know everything? <laughs> Speak oh, come for Come on, come on, have a go. There's... There was a, a pretty horrifying incident that happened in Poland recently that had a whole town in fear. Mm-hmm. Mystery tree beast turns out to be a croissant. Oh, okay. When animal welfare officers received a report of an unusual animal lurking in a tree in the Polish city of Krakow, they were not sure what to expect. But a visit to the area showed the creature in question was not a bird or even a reptile, but a croissant stuck in a tree. No lead on how it got there? I'm assuming it fell out of a balcony and then like landed in a tree. One little Polish woman taking one bite out of a croissant. Rubbish. I mean, that's a good guess. And she's thrown it away thinking like, this isn't going to cause like a town-wide lockdown. There's no chance. No one's going to think this is an animal. No, no one is going to mistake this for an iguana and have animal control come. An iguana. Yeah. Have so, they got iguanas in Poland? 
Well, they thought they did for a second. <laughs> they were like, holy shit, it's an iguana. That's what they were all asking. Like, do we have iguanas in Poland? They were like, we fucking do now. But yeah, they had animal control come in. And it says that people aren't opening their windows because they're afraid it will go into their house. It is so funny with hindsight to hear that phrase, knowing they're talking about <laughs> a, like a puffy pastry. <laughs> people are not opening their windows. Also, it's not moving. No, it's, it's so just they have there. no reason to think it's on the go. It's coming to get you. Do you want to see what it looks like in this tree? See, it, tell me if you think you would mistake this for like a mysterious beast. Does that look like an iguana or any sort it of? It looks like a part of the tree, like a yeah, like a you know, trees get growths and yeah. stuff. It's like burnt. Okay, now I see why she threw it. Yeah, exactly. I mean, she could have used it. It's a disgusting. Bin. A lot of people were mistaking it for an iguana, and eventually they. Got animal control there. And like they had everyone on the street was locking their windows because they weren't sure what it was. And they found it was a croissant. I can't be too mad at these Polish people because my parents loved to do this thing before my birthday, like the night before, where like when I was a kid, they would come into my room at like 4 a.m. and hang like streamers Cute. and balloons. Mm-hmm. No. Um, and they would have like the happy <laughs> birthday sign. The streamers they had, there was no like decorative way of doing it. So they would just hang it on any, like my door, my fan. So, like, I would, like, my birthday is in autumn. So, when I woke up in the morning for school, it was still fairly dark. Mm-hmm. So, I would wake up and immediately see what I perceived to be a Dementor, like, flying over the top of my bed. And then another person guarding the door mm-hmm. and another person standing at my desk. And I would pretty much, from the age of, like, 4 to 12, scream every morning of my birthday because I thought people were in my room. So I can't be mad at them for thinking this was like, an iguana. You like, this always happens before my birthday. I'm always haunted. I'm straight up Every getting, year. Oh, they do this every year. They, I would be getting like these fucking streamers in my room. or bl- And the balloons. The balloons would look like this massive head, but it wasn't a human-sized head. It was like an alien-sized head. Okay. You said four to 12 years old? Yeah. Not anywhere, you know, around the 11 mark are you going, I know what this is? No. This is the balloons like every other year? No. You're going, no, this time it's happening. It's, yeah, I'm like, this is for real this time. But it's also first thing in the morning when I'm waking up. Like, I I haven't even clocked that it's my birthday. How do you feel about your birthday now? I'm a therapist. It's it's a traumatic (laughs) event. You're like, (laughs) yeah. (laughs) Someone pops a balloon and I just start having like flashbacks. I hate balloon popping. I hate it. Why do people, I hate people that like to do it. I think it's a red flag. People that go, let's pop all the balloons. Yeah, we. Why? It's awful. Yeah. So, are you one of those people who will like untie the knot and let it slowly deflate? I'll let them die. Right. I'm not pulling life support. So, you've got like limp balloons sitting in your room for like, what, two weeks? I literally, there's a balloon in my house right now that I bought in June, July. It's there. It's still, it's actually still floating. Oh, good. Yeah, I, I can't, I can't do it. I don't like it. I think it's freaky. I don't flinch. At things, so like if a big, tell me that, a big thing, don't try. This, uh, <laughs> like if a big thing falls next to me, my body just absorbs all the fear. I just go, oh my god, I hated that. Like I don't That's... that much. I don't know why. Oh, so your fight or flight is literally just like neither. Uh, it's, it's just it's, like it's a, okay. Your fight or flight is stay. My fight or flight is like accept it. <laughs> well, this is the end. Yeah. Like, so it's okay. It was a good run. I hate that. See, my version of that is like, you know, when you touch something, you get like that electric, like static shock. Mm-hmm. I hate it. I it never used to, never used to bother me. I went to China for two weeks for a school tour, and I don't know why, but every surface I touched gave me a static shock. Like every it's drier, I, drier climates. Every, 
I, I didn't shake the climate before, but everything I touched. And then when I came back to Sydney, it didn't happen for like two weeks. And then I touched something and it gave me a shock. And I immediately had like a visceral. Re- it's the closest thing I have to a PTSD. phobia. PTSD. Yeah. It's the, it's, <laughs> I'm back. <laughs> I was like, uh, it was the, I was like Beijing. Yeah. 2014. Yeah, um, yeah. But it's the closest thing I have to like a phobia. Like I genuinely. Like, what do you mean the closest thing you have to a phobia? Well, I you don't hate have any it. other phobia. I hate it. It scares the shit Your out of me. Your only phobia is static electricity. I'm not scared of anything else. Nothing else? No. I will furnish my entire home in the future with pure plastic. Wait, no, that can still give you the shock, can't you it? You have a bit on a slide. Oh, no. Yeah, true. Oh, God. I hate it. What doesn't give you that one of those shocks? Like rubber? Yeah. Okay, my house is going to be made of rubber. That's fine with me. I mean, I'm going to revolutionize the reality show The Block. I'm going to be the first person to make a full house made of rubber. It's going to be great. But the other side of the story that we're missing is the woman on the phone who's called up to be like, this is a dangerous beast. Has there ever been a, like a situation you've been in where you've called up something like an emergency very confidently and then realised you were like completely wrong? I haven't because I'm so scared of this happening. Okay. I won't say anything until I know exactly what's going on. Until that thing has like taken over my home, I will not sound the alarms. My mum is the opposite. Well, she cleaned my car, which was, I guess, nice of her, but I didn't ask her to do it, so it was like a little bit yeah weird. annoying. She'd gone through the whole thing. Anyway, context, at this time, I was teaching music to children, so I have a lot of teaching equipment in my car, and she comes to my door and she's sobbing. She like tears falling from her face, and she was like, Eden, what the hell is going on? And I was like, what, what, do, you, what do you mean? And obviously, my, I'm going through a Rolodex of in my head like what could she have found <laughs> because yes, well, i don't know i just don't know what would make her this upset um and she's like are you are you on drugs and i was like what what are you saying and she um pulls out what i realize she thinks is a, a crack pipe and i really uh, i would call it a kazoo it was a kazoo it was a small kazoo and so I'm, she's like, <gasps> and then I start laughing, obviously, because I'm like, oh, golly. And she's like, stop laughing. This isn't funny. And I pick it up and I go, <laughs> and I was like, mom. And she was like, hmm, okay. And just walks away. I was like, oh, <laughs> you thought I was on crack? You should have like played her out of the room. Like, <laughs> yeah. It's wild. Wait, what's so, aren't like, because it's like colorful. Did this one was he... made of metal. Okay, this was a big kid. Oh, kazoo. it's a metal one. I was gonna say. Yeah. I was gonna say, like, did she? Yeah, you don't get like many. She colorful... thought I was doing crack and having fun. Yeah. Um, <laughs> if you didn't have a crack pipe but mm. you had a kazoo, I'm sure you could make it work. Yeah, I'm sure. I don't think you should. I don't, yeah. Just put it out there. I don't think you should ever do that. You could do it, but you could. You could. But it wasn't that. Has have, has it ever happened to you? I have a similar situation to that in terms of, you know, those bottle toppers like at bars that help you like measure out the, th- the 30, mm-hmm. like the ones they put in the actual bottle has a little yep. tip. I, I like, when I was uh, leaving my bar job, I made a thing of like my last five shifts, I would steal something. I'm not saying what job it was, but I would steal like one thing. So I would steal like the, the bottle openers and then yep. I stole like a COVID Marshall vest, like shit they don't need. Yep. And I brought like the little bottle topper home and left it on the bar at like in my house because it was like 3 a.m. by the time I got home. Next morning, my mom's like, vaping is a dirty habit. I was like, what? She's like, this. And as she's telling me off about vaping, I went and got like a bottle of sapphire gin, put the bottle topper on it, made her a gin and tonic and just handed it to her. It's not a vape to Elle. I love when they, it's, uh, they must be so like, I've done it. Mm. I've cracked the case. And they just haven't. God bless them. No, not at all. 
I mean, I guess that's how that's how the what animal animal welfare man firefighter. Mm. <laughs> It's literally a pastry. And they're just handing it over to her. She's like, this isn't a crack pipe or an iguana. This is a croissant. And they're like, yeah. Yeah. And we have to go home, (laughs) you fruitcake of a woman. (laughs) Get ready for another year of the enchanting Candle by Gaslight. Featuring all of your favourites. Santa Claus is coming to town to pick up his stuff. He left his guitar pick at your house. He's not coming over to hook up with you. It's You don't even have to talk to him. It's just if it happens, it happens. Silent Treatment Night. And my favourite, I saw Mummy kissing Santa Claus. Well, I didn't. I just feel like she did, so I'm going to ghost her. With a special guest performance by Justice Crew. Get your tickets at www.you'rebeinghystericalwewon'teveningjesusallrightmerrychristmasthen.com. Something that, it's, look, it's been spoken about. It's not exactly obscure, but it's the most necessary thing. I've not gotten a wink of sleep since finding out about it. The Seabat Reddit TikTok video, the song. Yeah. The song. Yeah. You've heard the song. Gets me in the mood. No, mm. it can't. It sounds like that. Okay. That song sounds like how the mushrooms are talking. <laughs> beep, boop, beep. Okay. So for anyone that hasn't been around it, I mean, you're, you're blessed to not have had to face this but so this guy he posts this thing on reddit basically saying that he has been making love with his beautiful girlfriend uh for two years and she's she's never said anything but at at one point she finally says i i hate this one song that that we have sex to and he loves this song it's it's basically his favorite it really gets him in the mood it's um so you also can't hear the song while you're reading this. So you're just taking this man's word from it. You're like, how bad can it be? She's quite, she's quite forthcoming about this. She says, I hate it. it it's ruining everything. She's taken two years to to say this to him. Should we play a, a little bit of the song? Are we allowed? Are we yeah. allowed? Two years. Like as far as sex songs go, terrible. But like as far as like song songs go, it's still bad. It's still so bad. It's, it's not a even bad the. It, drop. it shouldn't be on any play. Hey, sorry to, to the person who made this song. Love you, Hudson Mohawk. Hudson Mohawk, enemy of the pod. Yeah. No, um, <laughs> no, 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 no. The rest of these songs are kind of. So we have the we have the playlist here. The rest of these songs are kind of. Kind of douchey, but kind of like sh- shaggy, shaggy performing angel. That's a weird one because that doesn't feel like that feels like early two thousands bad rom com. <laughs> like when they're finally first talking, I'm like, "You're my angel, you're my darling," and it's like this. You know, it's kind of a funny thing. That doesn't feel like like that doesn't feel like a real thing. Like in reality, what that of- shouldn't happen. One of them is XXXTentacion's I Don't Want to Do This Anymore. She put that on the playlist. <laughs> she she said, one? I'm going to add one. Oh, the, I like the comp- I Don't Want to Do This Anymore. My goodness. It's good. It's called I Hate That Other Song. It's a song that I've written. He also has uh, cued Best I Ever Had by Drake and also a, a remix of Milkshake, which I can only assume is Fergie's Milkshake. I believe it's by Khalees. Cal- I've not. Is that, is that true? Oh, I don't know who that is. It's not Fergie. Fergie wrote My Humps, which I guess is in the same realm. She's talking about being, it's, it's all deliciousness. Yeah. And he said he bad. played it around other partners too. And they never said anything. 
Do you yeah. reckon it's just too much that you're like, I can't, where do I start? Well, I think the other partners probably, it might have been a one and done situation. They're like, I'll just put up with this and then leave. Mm. But two years she sat there. Like my ex-girlfriend, I couldn't, like if we were watching a movie and she had her legs over mine, I couldn't do that for like more than five minutes until I was like, this is annoying. And then I would have to like move her legs, let alone having a song during like the most intimate part of a relationship for two years. Yeah. Like it's not even just, it's not even like a bad song. It's just so awkward for coitus. I guess maybe she just tuned it out. How do you tune that out? Sometimes you have to. It, it, the weird thing is, sometimes it's, it's sometimes B movies playing in the background. You got to do what you got to do. You can't sorry? be listening to it. Sometimes it happens. B-movies I playing said in the background? what I said. You never had something weird playing in the background. What's yours? Come on. Music wise, like I had a playlist, and I realized it was just songs that I liked. Rather than actually like sex songs. So there was like just fun Mac Miller songs on my sex playlist at one point. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, the worst thing that's ever been playing in the background was it was a girl who knew that I made videos and she's like, did you ever start out on YouTube? And I was like, oh, I did a couple videos on YouTube. And she was like, oh, do you want to watch them? Because she had YouTube on her TV. And so we had sex while my YouTube videos were playing in the background I've never finished faster. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't like you're it like, was. I'm so funny. Oh, I'm like turning. I'm like, wait, wait, turn around for this. But you're like, this is good. This is good. You're like, wait, 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 wait. It's not like the video that was like awesome. what started it. It was just having to be like that. And then. No, it was what started it because you were watching it. Somehow that started happening. Somehow <laughs> that. Well, I'm sure the inspired you. I'm sure the conversation pivoted. I'm pretty sure I kn- I'm pretty sure I know what video it was as well. I think it was like I was like making fun of like guys who give like t- dating tips to dudes about right. like being an alpha male and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you know, as I'm like doing the date, I'm listening. I'm like, that's a good point. I should try that. <laughs> so that's probably the. It wasn't like I put it on like this is gonna set the mood pretty well, but that's the worst. I I have too many of these things to. I feel like I've more at <laughs> interactions with weird things playing in the background than just, just list them off than normal and i said it and i'll say it again b movie hell it yeah happens you know playstation loading music um one time like you know when a playlist ends and it doesn't start again it just goes to the radio Oh, it, play, listen, it goes playlist radio. You listen to like Fitzy and Whipper while you're no, doing the day. No, 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 no. Like, like Guys, call him your the- favourite type of Worcestershire <laughs> sauce. We've got two. T- I'm like, stop, stop. We have to call. We, we've got two. We've got to- two tickets to Guy Sebastian this weekend at Kudos Bank Arena. Call in now. I'm like, I know who that celebrity <laughs> voice is. we got to cut this short. <laughs> That's Samantha Jade. I know that anywhere. <laughs> Welcome back to Smooth FM. We've got Aiden McGovern on the line. How are you, Aiden? I'm like, good. <laughs> good. What you up to? Nothing much. <laughs> not much, not much. Did you enjoy us playing Lionel Richie just before? <laughs> Absolutely. No, 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 no. On Spotify at the end of a playlist, it will start playing other things that it like it's like that could go on your playlist. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. And I don't know what I had on this playlist to suggest something else, but it's just like it was it's the Saddle Club theme song. Oh. Uh like old Hannah Montana. I don't know how it got to that. Hilarious. I don't know what at what stage you go, I'm going to change this song. You can't. You just got to go, I hope they don't notice. You were saying like TV. Honestly, I don't think hearing the Phineas and Firm theme song would be too bad. 
I think it would. I think that's what it would do for it. <laughs> I think it would be terrible. I think, look, this guy's got a, he's got a YouTube playlist. The thing that terrifies me about that is you down and dirty. It's some, you know, whatever song you've chosen. And then in the, we Grammarly, you can, you can learn to <laughs> spell. Racism. Systemic oppression. Income equality. All topics you would have seen performed this Friday at the Year 12 HSC Drama Showcase if our teacher didn't think they were, quote, a little much. Watch some of the most hard-hitting band four and five performances you've ever seen. Watch as we reach new heights in performative arts as we push the boundaries by doing things like standing in a line, speaking in unison, and talking over each other loudly until someone yells out, STOP! You'll be sitting there like, whoa, this was definitely a better elective choice than commerce or history. And of course, Gabby Holmes, the only girl in our year who sometimes does classes at night or on the weekend, will randomly break into song during her individual performance. Was it in the script? Doesn't matter, she's going to do it anyway. The Year 12 HSC Drama Showcase. Why are we all wearing black? Goodness me. Uh, guys, thank you so much for listening today to Nobody Asks. We've obviously provided you with some of the most important stories in the past week. You've learned a little bit too much about uh, me, Need, and I hope mm-hmm. next time you're getting down and dirty, you can flick on LockyMac at YouTube.com. Um, it's a really good watch. But again, thank you so much for listening. If you want to listen to more episodes, uh, every Tuesday at 4 a.m. on Spotify, you can hear me and Eden McGovern. Eden, anything to say to the people before we, we flee? Oh, just a big thank you, big kiss kiss on the lips for them. A big... A big full frontal makeout to everyone yeah, that listened to this. A big, uncomfortable kissing your grandma at a family event on the lips. Oh, yeah. She's, she's here and you're there. Yeah, the lipstick is going to smudge. There's mm. some in your teeth now and you're welcome. This has been Nobody Asked. Laters.